Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Rex Strategy, and you're listening to the Out East Vibes Podcast, brought to you by Dune Road Lifestyle. On this episode, we sit down with Sophie and Charlotte Bickley, or as you might know them, authors of the fashion blog, Yin to My Yang. We chop it up about being global fashion influencers, living out in the Hamptons, and more. Let's dive into it. Hey, so just a note for you guys before we jump on into it. We originally recorded the episode with Sophie and Charlotte back in July of 2020, but due to some intervening events on our part, we weren't able to release the episode until now, January of 2021. Some of the info might have changed, and for the latest, follow the girls on Instagram at sophbix and at chbickley. All right, here's the episode. Hey guys, what's up? And so for today's episode, I'm sitting down with Sophie and Charlotte Bickley, or as you might know them, the sisters behind Yin to My Yang. Sophie and Charlotte, how's it going? Hi, it's going well. We are so happy to be speaking with you guys um, on the podcast. A little bit about ourselves. I mean, you you mentioned um, we have a shared influencer Instagram together called Yin to My Yang around the philosophy of Yin and Yang because we're super different. Uh, different ages, different hair colors, different personalities, et cetera, et cetera. We started it about uh, four years ago, and it's been an awesome learning experience. Yeah, so let's dive in to the um, start of it. And I guess here, you know what? Let's do this. Just so listeners can have a clear understanding of who's speaking when, let's give them each a sample of your voice. So Sophie, why don't you go first? Say hello. Hello, it's Sophie. Side note, we do sound very similar, but it's Sophie here. Being sisters, I think that's probably imaginable. Uh, Charlotte, how about you? Hey, it's Charlotte. Um, yeah, we do sound a little similar, but I think we have like a kind of different tone. Yeah, my yeah, name. I think that's true. Charlotte, you're younger, is that right? Yes, I am. I'm 25 years old. <laughs> so you guys have a, a heck of a lot ahead of you. Um, and Sophie, you are 27, is that right? Yeah, I'm 27, exactly. So two years older. Got it. Yeah, both of you guys. That's amazing that you guys have been able to to do everything that you've been able to do thus far and are still, you know, relatively so young, right? Let's start at the top, I guess, from when you guys decided to start the blog. And I guess, did you always intend for this to become sort of a full-time thing and really build a brand out of it? Or was it more of a side project that snowballed into something? Walk us through that. All right. Uh, well, it's Sophie here, guys. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of start with this one because I had graduated college um, our whole uh, in 2014 and our whole lives, basically, um, people were like, you guys are so fashionable. And we were kind of just like, uh, this comes naturally to us in our heads and always were like, we should do something about this at one point someday. And so um, I did a bunch of PR internships uh, throughout college. And I, and during those, I learned about bloggers, um, that had kind of started in like the, I would say the renaissance of blogging around 2010. And I was like, wow, this is, this is interesting. This is really cool. Um, and, uh, so in, while I was working a full-time nine to five office job and Charlotte was still in college and, um, I, we decided we were just going to launch a blog. We did not think it would be a full-time thing. We just kind of wanted to express our style and help influence people through Instagram um, about our style and what things we thought were cool to wear, et cetera, et cetera. And um, we didn't expect the success that we got. We didn't expect to have the full for it to be full-time, but it pretty quickly turned into a full-time opportunity when we were approached by um, a brand that we absolutely love and uh, is very much our aesthetic, Shop Up. And uh, after that, uh, the rest is history. That's awesome. And so let's go into the yin to my yang concept a bit. Um, and Charlotte, this question's for you. Mm -hmm. So being the younger sister, obviously you grew up, you know, um, watching Sophie do stuff that you'd start doing, et cetera, et cetera. But your styles are like divergent, I guess, at some point um, when you started dressing yourselves and, and whatnot. Um, and, you know, how did your uh, vision, your curatorial sensibilities come about um, in such a contrast to your older sister? 
Well, I think that honestly, Sophie and I, for starters, have very like different skin tones. We have very different body types and um, we do have different personalities. So just naturally, I think that um, when you have sort of these differences, um, it just happens that you gravitate towards things that are different. And I think for me, I'm a girl who's like, um, I'm sure I'm like pretty flat chested and like, I'm just little. So things that like look great on me um, are a little different on Sophie, I would feel and like a lot of other people. So just naturally that happened. But also I feel I have more of like a girlier sense of fashion. Um, Sophie's is more like unique and edgy. Um, spontaneous. Spontaneous. So uh, it just sort of happened. I don't know. We couldn't really like we sh- shared clothes in like middle school. But then like once like our sizes changed, like that just like wasn't a thing anymore. So we just, you know, it just kind of naturally happened. It's really an interesting concept. And the way you guys have, you know, um, highlighted it, or hmm, I'm trying to think of the right word here. It's you know, compared it to, or in many ways embodied this, you know, age old philosophy of contrast creating balance. And does that channel into other areas of your life? Or are you competing over the same guys? How does this all work? Between you? Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, honestly, like, we cannot be more opposite in every single area of our life, except that we love each other. and We have the yeah. same parents. Um, uh and so the philosophy basically itself is just, I'm the yin technically because I have brown hair. She's the yang because the yin is the darker force and that doesn't mean it's bad. It just is needed for the other force in order to make the universe balanced. So, um, so I mean, I went, I'm very much, um, I went to a really small college. I wanted that. Uh, I, she went to my, I went to Hobart and William Smith. Charlotte went to Syracuse, a huge rah rah school. Um, definitely not into the same type of boys. Thank God. <laughs> well, thank God because she doesn't find the boys that I uh, like attractive, but and nor do I to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I <laughs> kind of, uh, I'm very much, yeah. So we, we never really date the same type of guys or fight over them or anything like that. And we also just have different hobbies, different um, things that we like to do. Uh, I mean, uh, we have friend groups that definitely yeah. mesh. Um, but I feel like all of like my friends like look like or like love Sophie because she's my big sister and like vice versa. Yeah. Like I was always friends with Sophie's friends growing up. I'm like an old soul. So I gravitate towards an older person always naturally. Um, so yeah, we do overlap and sometimes in the friend groups. So yeah, shout out Hobart, shout out Syracuse. I'm an upstate New York college guy as well. I went to Cornell. Oh, oh, that, oh wait, oh my gosh, Ithaca. We always went there for like a fun time. <laughs> what year were yeah, you I feel like Cornell? Yeah, I feel like Sophie, your style is very much like the, the Ithaca vibe. It's so eclectic and it's so yeah. um yeah. Yeah, no, I love but, it. Wait, what year Let, did you graduate Cornell? I was class of 2008, although I graduated a year early. But so hang on, let's dig deeper into the guys situation. So we know that um, there's not really much of an overlap, but let's see, you know, what are your individual types then, right? And are you guys single or are you not? So Sophie, take it away. Okay, so I mean, I wouldn't really say that I have a type per se, but I do always end up kind of with, and I'm putting this in air quotes, a Hobart type boy, which is like, I don't know, kind of preppy, like, um, not too preppy, but like wears a like, I don't know, <laughs> um, khaki shorts and like, like I, met, I met this guy last weekend, actually on July 4th when he was very Hobarty, like like wearing a Hawaiian shirt, but like but like but like in fashion, not like not like not stylish. Um, and I liked what he was wearing, and I'm and I I like athletes and and just very much a brunettes must be brunette. I do um and uh and I'm I'm not I am kind of I mean I met this guy last week but we're not seeing each other and then I but I am kind of like talking and have been for a while to this guy who hopefully we will be seeing each other soon he's coming out here in a couple weeks 
Yeah, dating under COVID must be super crazy. Yeah, I mean, we've known each other forever, so it's kind of like not scary to me. Um, yep. And we went on a date recently in the city, actually, but it is crazy. I mean, the date was even crazy being outside and like, and like the whole the menu had a scan bar instead of like an actual menu. It was just it was it's so weird. Yeah, fully. Charlotte, what about you? Okay, unfortunately for anyone, I just have such a specific type. And like, I don't know, I went to Syracuse. So like, I literally just like I was surrounded by like a Jewish community. And I like I love like a dark featured will um, only date Jewish boys. Yeah, I really like just honestly, I like have had my past two boyfriends have been Jewish. And I just find like the sense of family and like, community and just like a lot of the traditions that are carried throughout a Jewish family to be really great and something I want to pass down to my kids um and also I'm really into like and uh, like just dark features tan like sort of like I don't know I, I I like literally every time like I like I'm into a guy my friends are like oh he's so classic this is such a char type like it's just it is what it is <laughs> Got it. But so you guys grew up Jewish or no? We're we, not Jewish. We, yeah, we did not. But um, I... Think, everyone thinks we are. Yeah, everyone thinks we are. But just I feel honestly for me, it's just I'm Jewish by culture association just because of the Syracuse sure. thing. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, like all my friends are and it. I mean, it's not for any particular reason. I just I gravitate towards that kind of person. Whereas Hobart could not have been more preppy and... Um... And uh, I, I mean, I have dated Jewish boys, and I mean, like, I don't care about religion really. We're not <laughs> a religious like, family. Yeah, we're not a religious family so, to begin with. Yeah. But, um, uh, but I usually like uh, uh, gravitate to a more like preppy vibe. Yeah, got it. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm familiar with the Hobart vibe. So I played uh, club lacrosse in college and I played defense and I also wasn't amazing compared to some of the other guys. But the only time I think I ever scored goals was in this game against Hobart where everyone was just drunk club lacrosse. Right. So Wait, oh, but, club. I thought you were, I thought you said, I was going to say if we overlapped at all, I think you would have known one of the players, but no. Yeah, no, there's a, unfortunately no shot of that. I'm fully an old guy with a dad bod now, but, <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm engaged, so it's okay. I'm allowed, right? Oh, nice. Congratulations. 34, 34 is not old. I, my last boyfriend was 34 years old. Yeah, that's one thing Got about it. Charlotte, too, with boys. She likes to date older, and yeah. I always ended up dating the young, immature ones that I don't I, I don't eliminate the immaturity from my life, not down for it. Well, yeah, you said the old soul thing, so it kind of makes sense then. Yeah, yeah, I don't have time for the BS. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, let's hear, you know what, here is a good question. We'll start with Charlotte first and then go on to Sophie. Okay. So let's say for Charlotte, a guy, and let's say he's not Jewish, but he wants a shot, right? Uh, and he has to just prove his, you know, ultimate, like, just cool and worth to you. Yeah. Where does he take you out on a date in the Hamptons for dinner where you're just like, all right, this guy might not be my type, but I'll give him a shot. What's that spot that just has a special place in your heart. Okay, so I have my favorite restaurants, but some of those restaurants I would classify as a douchey first date. So for example, like the bloquet I love, but like that's trying way too hard. And I would probably like look into that and be like, why is he trying so hard? So I feel like a low key like night that I might not even know, like of a spot, like maybe like, like I went to Dockers the other night in Hampton Bays and it was so fun, but like something like, like it just like a fun curated night that like he put thought into, I think would get my attention as opposed to just like taking me to like a really fancy, like expensive restaurant out here. Although, and you're realizing he's not Jewish. And I'm, yeah, well, so that would have to, so like doing like a cool, like night that I've never had would have to get my attention that way. That's Making himself different than other people. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, it makes sense for someone with like your, you know, curation and your specificity with respect to, I guess, more than just fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Sophie, what about you? I mean, this actually just happened like yep, two days ago. So um, the kid that I am seeing, Ethan, he's awesome and he's super sweet. He has he was researching um, restaurants to take me out to. And like literally chose my favorite one because it like he was but he's like, have you heard of Tutu Al Giorno? I'm like, oh, my God, I love it there. So, yeah, he uh, it was kind of a slam dunk cute way to pick a place. But he was like researching all these different places without telling me. And then 
and then asked casually if I knew what it was. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, of course I do. We go there all the time. That's hilarious. But it's those moments that are just like, wow, you get me and you didn't even know yeah, that you were. It was so cute. Nor either. So let's do some more shout outs to businesses that you guys love because we love, you know, just big enough places that um, that are, you know, doing it at the at the best of uh, what's out east. So so best coffee spot, uh, Charlotte. What's your favorite spot to go to for coffee in the Hamptons? Oh my god, Golden Pear. I don't really drink coffee because my mom makes a really amazing iced coffee, but I'm going to Golden Pear for actually that's not true. I go to Golden Pear for two things. One, either I'm getting the iced tea, um, large, no fruit in it. It's the best iced tea ever. And or I'm getting the mocha frappuccino. Shout out to my friend Claudia for showing that to me. Oh, I want to try and that. The, yeah, it's the best thing ever. So those are my two go-tos. I was going to say Golden Pear as well, and I wanted to touch on the fact, uh, shout out to them for sure, because the minute they opened, they had um, uh, masks, like a table. First of all, you like only like a certain amount of people could be in, in and they have a tape. They had a table of masks if you didn't have masks and hand sanitizer, which they provided so that basically if someone didn't have a mask they couldn't they wouldn't be turned away because they, they provided those since then it's gotten it, it's been less intense but they really made uh it an effort to make sure that they were going to get the business i love the hamptons cheese shop too and they do this whole online thing now and um the and they and then you go pick it up and they tell you what time to pick it up et cetera, et cetera. that's awesome yeah shout out to golden pear it's funny i had one of my i think favorite celebrity sightings of all time um at golden pear in i think it was the one in bridge do you guys remember that incident where justin bieber and uh Haley baldwin at that time uh got stranded in their mercedes like it broke down and justin had to like direct traffic on the street i think it was a couple years back i, would have I don't freaked remember out. They're that. my favorite couple ever yeah we love them yeah i think i i, I think i saw him that i saw him definitely but i think it was that day earlier or after that incident but yeah there was this really funny story from like four or five years ago where it's like justin bieber has to play traffic cop to direct people around his stranded mercedes <laughs> and it was like hilarious and there's video of it on the internet that is um, i i had no idea that happened to be honest but i would have I knew loved he was to out seen here it. at one point yeah, yeah 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 so i mean like his um I guess his wife's family is uh, super heavy out there, right? Alec Baldwin is a huge yeah. mainstay of uh, East Hampton and whatnot. I saw um, Gera and uh, I forget his name, but he's also an actor uh, uh, at the cheese shop once, and I was I was very starstruck. She's stunning. I saw Scott Disick and Kourtney Kardashian circa when they were dating at a charity function, and I like literally was like the most happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that one was a, a, a tie, I guess, or a, a similarity between you guys. And what I love about these questions also, I'm going to try to get into things that sort of um, explore the the dichotomy or the the complementary nature of your, your, your differences. So um, let's see if you guys have the same or a different answer to this question. Swimwear, one piece or two piece? What's your preference? One piece, Charlotte. Two piece, Sophie. And, there we go. And mm. more so because recently I have been working out a lot during COVID and developed some abs. So I'm trying to rock that. Um, last Yowza. year. <laughs> not to uh, toot my own horn or anything, but last year I was really into high-waisted, but still two-piece. Okay, here's a good one then, uh, playing off of that. And that's actually super inspiring. And we should touch back into that in a second because fitness during COVID has been a definite struggle for a lot of people, myself most definitely included. <laughs> but um, yeah, fully dad botting right now. But um, um, so favorite fitness option these days, I guess. So this is a good one too to highlight some of the you know fitness influencers who um, you know are maybe personal trainers that are having um, you know difficulty connecting with clients because obviously in person personal training is like not really a, a thing. So a lot of folks are doing super cool creative online content, Instagram live uh, classes, et cetera. Who are your guys' favorites um, to work out with? Um, so I'm I'm going to have to shout out to Joe Ferraro. He is one of the founding tra trainers of Rumble. Uh, he was my personal trainer. And um, so now I don't really see him just because he taught me everything I know. And I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to use him because of, um, 
because I know what to do now. But he, I know he does like um, they do rumble zoom classes uh, where people can join and they do boxing ones as well. And um, that has been cool. I joined one of them. Uh, but actually just like a side note before we go into other people, cause Charlotte, I think probably has some, I, because I did lose a significant amount of weight and like muscle and abs or whatever. A lot of my followers have been asking me for my workout routine, which I've been posting and doing and, um, and then running is a huge part of what I do now too, just cause you're outside. I always love to run, but yeah. So, Charlotte, aside from the new fitness influencer, Sophie Bickley, who's your favorite <laughs> fitness influencer? Um, so I really don't work out that much. I used to run so much. Our family's like a family of runners. And we've everyone besides my mom has run a half marathon in Bermuda, where our dad is from. So that's really cool, fun fact about <laughs> us. But um, when I do, if I were to work out, I think that Megan Rope is amazing. Like I love her dance classes. And then Melissa Wood Health, um, she's great. And just her vibes are so amazing. Mm -hmm. So I think those are pretty like, I mean, a lot of people are on their radar, but I've heard a lot of friends I have not tried, but Isaac Boots has like emerged out of um, a like corona fitness and he is like apparently has the best music it's so fun it's like really kick like pump up and whatever and then uh samantha jade from soul cycle is a homie i love her to death and she is great and she has an amazing story she basically had this i think it was either back or hip accident where like she was told she was never going to be able to like work out or do anything again and she's now like a, a master instructor at soul love cycle that. so love that. she's epic I do feel bad for um, everyone in those uh, in those um, businesses because it is so hard and to just uh, not be physically with the people that you're working out with or trying to train can be quite quite difficult. Yeah, it's definitely a, a different time for them. But uh, you know, look, I think 2021 is going to see a big explosion of yeah. people getting back into the real world, um, and so yeah, we're excited about that. Um, here, let's do let's circle back to this one more bit. So there's we um, try to stay up on trends over here at Juno Lifestyle. And we've noticed that there's two kind of emerging trends among swimwear in 2020. And that's ombre looks and tiger print looks. So for uh, Sophie, which one would you take one over the other tiger print or ombre? Um, I would say ombre and and along with ombre more like tie dye. Um, okay, like uh, blending of colors, but I also am so into like I feel like zebra print has made a real uh, emergence uh, mm -hmm. when I've really never seen it before, and I love it. So, um, uh, I mean, I like both, but ombre probably more. Okay, and Charlotte, um, I probably would go with an animal print, or like I, um, I do love like a good animal print, and like I've seen like cute like. Uh, printed bathing suits like of animals and then you have like a sarong sort of thing I like like that look so yeah definitely 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 and uh, let's say in some this is just a hypothetical obviously uh, if you guys were exiled from the Hamptons where would you go Saint Bart or Saint Tropez or somewhere else Charlotte take it away oh that is like the most hard question ever um if it's oh my god Saint Tropez is amazing by the way but I think I would choose St. Bart's. I just, I love it there. And I think it's so like relaxing and peaceful, but oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. San Tropez in the summer. Sorry. I have to, San Tropez in the summer. There's no better place. So I'm going to go with that. And, and Sophie? This is a perfect example of how we're opposites. I have been to neither of those places. Um, heard about a lot of good things about them, but probably just because I hear more about St. Bart's, I would want to check that out first. But so where's your spot then, if not those two? And I think I've done my job here in, in figuring out the real core differences then. Uh, where's your spot? My spot, I mean, I go out to like uh, with my friends to like similar Hamptons places, Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard. We used to, our dad is Bermudian. So we used to go to Bermuda all the time. Um, but uh, I've, I, me and my friends usually like choose the like driving route instead of the flying route. Um and uh but recently went to the barbados with my friend or barbados they keep making so much fun of me because i say the barbados barbados and uh i like somewhere tropical like that i love 
island got it got it well my friends and i we always we like i went one year with a boyfriend to europe he took me away and that was great my 34 year old boyfriend shout out and then (laughs) um, the perks of a dating an older guy um and then uh i like usually did a europe trip with my friends that's just something we always love doing like i have some friends that like live in la so it's nice to like have a place we can meet in the summer i was gonna say also i would go to LA for sure. Yep, got it, got it. Yeah, no, um, LA is definitely sick. And yeah, right now, I think the the thing you said about driving versus flying is like super, super um, timely, right? Like we've been getting a lot of media requests for comment on uh, the Hamptons because it's drivable, right? And people are rethinking their vacations about flying versus driving. So definitely hear you on that. Yeah. Um, well, we spoke to our family realtor and based out in the Hamptons, and just this is a very interesting fact um houses like worth have gone up by like times three than they would have been last year so whatever and then all rentals like the hamptons is literally like completely rented out yeah does not have one rental available yeah yeah that we've definitely heard um (laughs) yeah yeah at first when we first got here there was really not that many that many people but like there's so many people just like it wouldn't be any other summer so and i don't know if this is like um uh, Como's doing or just being New Yorkers but I feel like New Yorkers really have like a sense of pride and I honestly have seen most everyone wearing a mask when we're like out in public spaces and it, it is impressive to me out here and like definitely in New York like it's it's a good thing so, everyone's following yeah, protocol for sure I feel I've seen a lot of good stuff yeah I mean the mask wearing thing I love when um guests on here uh shout that out and call that out because yeah it's just it's just the most crucial thing and you know i don't know we try not to take a political view on really anything because we're just not that type of company but like science doesn't lie guys right like wear a mask can i just say one thing i travel yeah i traveled to la february 14th okay and corona sort of had been like stirring around but like not confirmed and definitely not as bad as it was when trump announced save emergency i posted myself in a mask when i traveled and i deleted my Instagram story because I was so self-conscious because everyone was like, take off the mask. It doesn't do anything. This, that, the other. (laughs) And I'm so happy now I wore it because like, honestly, it's science. You're right. Like masks help. So just want to also with like the, I was a trendsetter. (laughs) Also with the upping of it right now. And a side note, I have like all these really cool masks. Like, so it's fun to like be fashionable with my masks. (laughs) I was about to say, so there's macro influencers, micro influencers, influencers and now i think sophie might be the first mask row influencer (laughs) that's hilarious i have been getting i get so many questions where did you get your mask a lot of them i get on etsy um so shout out to so time by tracy she makes these sick bandana masks but yeah i have like 30 different masks i am not a mask influencer to be honest (laughs) i cannot breathe in like any mask that's like cute whatnot i like literally can only wear the like three ply ones like I, i it's not cute but like it's literally the only ones that are comfortable for me yeah as long as it does the job right um back into the distinction questions right and so Dating online and specifically the ways that online dating has evolved in the wake of of COVID and whatnot. I know that you guys have been super active and um, ambassadors for for Bumble, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and um, you know, uh, virtual dating and things yeah. like that. How does that how does that work? Yeah. Okay, so um, I, this Sophie will go. Um, I was a huge uh dating or like I was on the dating apps for a really long time. Uh, when um. Hinge is my favorite, I would have to say. Bumble's amazing too, but we we no longer um, work with them. So I am allowed to say that Hinge, I do prefer. Um, just because I, I, um, I don't know. I just have found many, many more people that I connect with on there. And I just like the layout and everything. So I actually ended up meeting someone on Hinge that I dated. And then I I, I prefer meeting people through mutual friends, honestly, because it can be, it can just be a lot, but I, so many people I know met on Hinge and, um, but then, in, then COVID hit and I had met someone through a mutual friend and we texted like all the time and it was just kind of like, we were both like texting to text, I think. And now he's like one of my best friends. He's actually Jewish, but he's kosher. So he cannot date me. 
like straight up <laughs> like because of how religious he is but yep. um, not but we're like amazing friends now so um and then but yeah so i mean like the dating apps i know i because i went on a date the other night and my followers knew and a lot of them were like wait i really want to go on one how did you like go about this the, like blah 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 but it was because i knew i knew him very well. He had been quarantining. I had been quarantining. He got tested. I, I had been, or for the antibodies, I had been tested, even though there's some controversy over whether that's, whether that's legit necessarily yeah. legit. Um, and I, I kind of then took down what I had, what I wrote because I, I was like, I shouldn't really be encouraging this because I don't, I don't think that it is encouraged by the like um CDC. scientific community yeah, yeah like dr fauci fauci wouldn't fauci, fauci, fauci. <laughs> wouldn't agree with me but um yeah. but it's hard it's i mean i i feel for people who who uh want to meet someone and it's been months um i luckily kind of was like already in something when it started and then was able to continue and then coming out here Honestly, people are hanging out with each other because a lot of people just know each other and outdoor parties like like July 4th, we had a, there were a ton of outdoor parties. So it was kind of just like felt normal, even though that might be pretty bad. Yeah. Charlotte, what about you? Um, I would say that, um, honestly, for me, I am queen of a setup. Like people mm. love to set me up with people. I don't know why they just love it. And they're always like you, I should set you up with my friend, whatever. So I haven't had, um, I do love hinge. I will say that and bumble obviously, but, um, uh, I really get set up, but I will say on hinge, I was set up with this guy, um, when I, uh, like a month before I started dating my last boyfriend and like, we had this phone call in June and like, we were literally like, I was so sad. I had to be like, Oh my God, like, I'm sorry. I'm seeing someone. Cause he seemed like such a great guy, but we did reconnect on hinge. Like the one time I went on hinge, he was like, but we can't meet on hinge. And like, I had already known him. So like, it's kind of, we met on hinge, but like, I feel we were more set up. It's a totally new, I guess it's the new normal though, um, especially now with, with stuff going on. Um, here, let's uh, let's jump into another dating question. So I guess in, in normal years when, uh, you know, stuff's just happening and people are just hanging out, and this is a question to see if you guys have the same or different opinion, is it acceptable to be quote unquote cool for the summer? Oh my God. Oh God. Oh, this I literally is the wrong, a story Yeah, about this. this is like the wrong people to be asking. Um, Listen, I think summer's a time that like it is fun to like, explore your options. So I'll say that. But I, I think that like summer, I've had my most fun summers being single. I will say that. And like, it's great. It's fun to run around, whatever. But I, personally, post Corona, I feel like dating is just like, put, it's put a different perspective on you. Like life is just so fragile and you don't know what like tomorrow is gonna bring and like why not be with someone that like you enjoy spending time with is more of my outlook but i will give you like fun for the summer is a great mentality and like summer mm. is a time to have fun i um sophie here have a wonderful fun for the summer story i was seeing this boy pretty seriously um or not seriously but for like very often well for a month but like very often for a month when Memorial Day started and um do not even care if he hears this calling him out on uh, and he wanted to have fun quote unquote like keep it casual quote unquote and like I went along with that but I'm 28 I'm looking for something serious or sorry 27 not 28 yet I'm looking for something more serious and like I knew that and definitely started to like him could tell he started to like me too but he was very gung-ho like fun summer whatever whatever but then we were at a party together <laughs> and like I walk out on him and he's like straddle or this girl is straddling him. So that is no more, but we see each other all the time and we actually are like all in the same friend group, but I'm not for a cool in the summer at all. I, 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 and I think it has to do with my age. Honestly, I just am. I just don't, I don't, unless I'm like super single and can't meet anyone, I would rather be with, one person I mean my mentality is you got to keep your options open until like one locks it down like why not well, yeah. like you have to explore what's out there and I'm like a huge proponent in like 
Cause like, honestly, you could like someone for like so many reasons and then like, like another person for different reasons. So I personally, I guess it's my age, like to explore, but like, I think Sophie and I are both people that like, like to be with like one person. We're also different in that way though. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I always, I like say yes to a first date always because you never know what's going to, like, I have had first dates that it didn't pan out to being like a romantic like relationship but like I like love them and like they've helped me in business and this that the other so like I accept a first date always yeah like connections but I'm very like once like even if we like go on a first date and then second and third and like this is what this kid and I were doing not necessarily dates but just seeing each other all the time I'm very loyal and like not like I consider it an exclusive thing just because I I would feel bad yeah but shout out, Sophie and I are both single, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm like kind of not right now, but yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But like, yeah, I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It seems like we're getting into the, the real uh, dichotomy here, the yin and the yang. Um, I love it. It's, it's literally like, we could not be more opposite. It's truly um, unreal. And people say that to us. They're like, wait, you guys are literally so different. And it's funny because people think I'm younger most of the time, Sophie, which I don't get. Well, so much older. style wise, style wise, you have like a really eclectic. I love it. It's it's so fun. It's fresh. Not to say that Charlotte's style, I mean, which is obviously very classic and very, you know, elevated yeah. um, a lot of times. And my favorite contrast picture is this one where you guys got to meet Emily Ratajkowski. Tell us about that. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. My God. She yeah. is a girl boss. OK, first of all, she like I love her. I love her. Like she's gorgeous and like whatever, so, but so just sweet. put aside the fact that she's like the hottest woman on earth. She actually is amazing. Her company is um in Amarada. They have um intimates swimwear. It started as a swimmer company. They have intimate swimmer and um uh dresses and like bodysuits now and she has done zero marketing for it they sell their stuff based off of her instagram and it's like a team of like i think it's like it's very small what she was telling us it's like maybe 10 people and she does it with her best friend and like they have really kicked it off the ground so she's a huge girl boss and like obviously people have seen her stuff she's like a feminist she's done a lot of stuff with lena dunham um, and like she's the nicest person like nicest, we walked most up to her person she's like girls come sit with me yeah. like and like so I, sweet. I showed her a picture of me in her bathing suit she was like oh my god you're a babe she now comments on my photos when i like post a picture in her bathing suit i love her i'm her yeah, biggest she's fan. amazing no it's awesome and it's, it's so refreshing to hear that there's like people who are at you know at that level who you know honestly are are just open to making real connections like real real connections and that's um that's weird yeah, about that too I really don't understand if like you're nothing without your followers or your fans I don't really like to call them fans like followers I talk to my like some I have some really like loyal followers that I talk to all the time like they consider them friends pretty much like and so I we I know that if like say I was Emrata or Emily Ratajkowski and in her in her such a large position at that I mean I never would say no to someone wanting to come talk to me or a picture and it's like thank you for being so supportive and whatever that's how that's definitely I feel like how we are about yeah, about definitely about everything because without without them and their support and their loving us we we wouldn't be where we are today yeah and that's been a definite theme in the people that we've been speaking to um throughout it's this sense of authenticity and that's something that you know, there's a few things that we look for in terms of people to have on the podcast. And, you know, Hampton's connection is obviously the first and foremost because it's Audi's vibes. But the next thing is I love having these discussions that are super open and, you know, um, non-postured, right? And authenticity is at the core of that. And something that, you know, my team and, and I've really enjoyed about, you know, um, researching you guys, getting to know you and now having this conversation is how authentic, just how like, real yeah. um not to sort of <laughs> too uh, real sometimes <laughs> no no i mean look it's it's the content people want right it's the content they deserve i mean it, it's relatable uh, they can relate to it which is what a lot of my followers say they're like it's just like a it's just a breath of fresh air when you just like talk about like normal things that aren't necessarily related to fashion or i got this in the mail and gifted you know what i mean um yeah i feel like you're gonna have a uh you know basically like a support group uh instagram comment thread now about um walking in on your uh 
sort of guy you're seeing being straddled by some other girl, right? Like oh, yeah. those stories. Shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the other girls that have, have had to experience that. That sucks. Oh my least. God. No, it was, I was like, it was the best situation that could have happened because he he literally handed me on a silver platter. Like I probably would have been having on quote unquote fun with him when really I wasn't having fun. I want a relationship with him the rest of the summer if I hadn't seen that. And now I'm like, ew, I don't think you're a good person. You're so disrespectful. And then met like this amazing guy that actually wants a relationship. And so he kind of did me a huge favor, but it was disgusting to walk out on when you're at the same small party. Yeah, no, <laughs> fully. And uh, speaking of girls who uh, take no ish let's talk about these spice girls and uh i know that's maybe a dated reference because i'm an old guy Mm -hmm. but if you had to pick your favorite spice girl who would it be i go first obviously posh spice she is my girl i love victoria beckham obviously sporty spice she is my girl i like even posted a picture yesterday where i'm wearing space buns and like wrote sporty and spice and everything nice is the caption or something i love her just have always loved her but I that's awesome. So I that's, that's Beckham just be as a as a person. Yeah, Victoria Beckham, shout out to Victoria Beckham and the whole Beckham family for sure. But yeah, no, I uh, I love that contrast. I mean, I was expecting that response. I'm <laughs> honestly a little impressed that you guys were so quick with it. Like, you know, the Spice Girls, because yeah. I mean, I'll out myself here. I fully had a Spice Girl CD when I was a kid growing up. Um, but that was like me at I don't know, what is it, nine or 10, which would have made you guys like one of you not even born yet, I think, right? right? Wait, we have to sing the line. If you, you want to be, be my lover, you got to get with my friends. <laughs> we like, we, we, everyone knows, the, everyone of loves course. the Spice Girls still. They're such a what? You guys can actually sing. Wait a second. Yeah, so yeah, theater, let's, oh We did Wait, theater We can sing up. a song. Wait, hold on. Let's like sing a line of a song because we actually can. Which one? During quarantine, we were singing Broadway tunes. And people, people always like, ask us to it. sing Broadway tunes. Which one should we sing? <laughs> uh, Get it. Something, what? Something good. What song do we do well? Uh, what, what do we do well? What do we do during quarantine? We did something from Dear Evan Hansen. I forget what it um, was. What was it? On the outside, always looking in. Will I ever be more than I've always been? Because I'm tap, tap, tap tapping on the glass. I'm waving through a window. I, I don't try know to that, speak, yeah, but nobody can hear. So I wait around. I don't know. I don't know the words. Okay, whatever. We like did our part. We like <laughs> we like do this when we're drunk and everyone's like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> we need to we need to cut an album. This is amazing. <laughs> what I got chills from that. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> I love Rent. Like, um, what's a Rent song we know? Like, uh, uh, take, take me for. Oh, we love this one. Yeah. Who I was meant to be. And if you give a damn take me baby or leave me take me baby or leave me a tiger in a cage (laughs) can never see the sun yeah so funny we love it we love it these are the moments that i do this podcast for right because i feel like how would people how would that have happened if we're just crazy but like this in the best way possible yeah no i'm I'm, don't tell us sure i'm not sure i think crazy is (laughs) amazing like boring i'm like uh, like if you've watched my instagram you know that i'm crazy in the best way possible a little party never killed nobody (laughs) a little yeah well that line didn't age well in corona but sure yeah no crazy never killed nobody everyone's everyone's crazy and if you're not then there's I think something more wrong with you than being crazy. Yeah. 100% <laughs> agreed. Let's keep the music thing going. Backstreet Boys or in sync? Backstreet Boys. Um who sings you all I ever wanted? I think it's in sync. Yeah, I ever needed. What is the Backstreet yeah. Boys song that I love? Backstreet's back. 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 All right. I think in sync one I like to be honest. But I In sync like- was Justin Timberlake, Backstreet Boys oh. was Nick Carter. Okay, jo- oh, Justin fuck. Timberlake, Justin I mean, Timberlake. Uh, oh, I called okay, it. Fine. Sorry, in sync for Sophie. Charlotte. I mean, I'm. I, she she regrets it just because Justin Timberlake yeah, was in it. <laughs> I, I was thinking he was in Backstreet Boys. No, he was in sync, and like a lot of See, other people that are relevant were in sync. Nah, see, this is the wedge. Okay, so I was talking about how, like, yeah, I was on the early days of Facebook, but there's like, you know, obviously everyone's on Facebook now, but yeah, so. This is the the age divide of the elder versus the younger millennial is I don't know why I know uh, who are the lead singers of these bands, but oh, you like- uh, I mean, 
Huh? I feel we like... should know that. We should know who the lead singers are. No, no, you guys are at the age when I let's. I mean, I need to pull up the dates of when their albums dropped, but I think you guys would have been like still too young to be listening to pop music. This would have been during your like Baby Shark years that uh, yeah, uh, JT and, and Nick Carter were taking their shirts off on music videos. Let's just talk. We about know Aaron Carter. JT we love Aaron Carter. is epic, and that year he did the Super Bowl show. That was just like insane. Like he's just goals. And Jessica Biel is like goals as well. So they're all goals. Yeah, I mean, shout out to shout out to them. Um, right. Jessica Biel, my favorite Jessica Biel movie is one of uh, p- people give me shit for this all the time, but Blade Trinity, which was it's part of the Blade series of the Vampire Hunter, and she was in it, and she's a total boss, just like she's killing awesome. vampires, and it's it's epic. And people are like, dude, it's a Blade movie. She's done so much more than that. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a Blade movie. I was obsessed with, like, this is a throwback. I don't the know. Show. Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. Yeah. And seventh that's Heaven. Yeah. We always go into the Broadway mode if we know the, if there's a song involved. No, I just loved her on that. And, like, that just kept loving her. That show was, like, a little weird in reflection. but like No, it was amazing. I always wanted, like, a huge family. So it was, like, I lived vicariously through them. Speaking of TV, what do you guys think of the Gossip Girl reboot on uh, HBO Max? So I don't know if you guys have seen the original Gossip Girl. Maybe. Yeah. Chuck and Blair for life. Your team, Chuck and Blair. Um, what about the other two? What about Serena and uh, Nate? Like I, they don't end up together, do they? I, it's I, been so long. I prefer Chuck, who's more of like a fuckboy asshole, as opposed to like Nate, pretty boy. So I'm like so team Chuck. I'm like, I know that didn't did she end up? I watched it, but I forget. But didn't she end up with Dan? Dan yeah, I feel Dan. I'm like a Dan vibe. vibe. Yeah. yeah, I like so Dan, so even Dan. though he's in you and like he's really creepy in you. So it changes it. Everyone, I've had some really fucking creepy boyfriends, and everyone's like, you should watch you. I'm like, oh god, just because I'm like the actual girl in you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like. Um, no, I have not watched it, nor do I really have a desire to, but I definitely should at some point, just because it is Gossip Girl. It's it's legendary, right? And so you have a lot of like old fogies like me who are just like, oh man, that series does not need a reboot. It was perfect. I mean, legit, it's so rewatchable. Um, yeah. I'm like a friend. Yeah. Like the when they did the Friends like hour, I don't even know. I haven't even seen it, but like there was like rumors of it. I think it exists, but like... I'm so obsessed with Friends that I watch it like over and over and they did I think like an hours special which I still haven't seen of them. I've been really into watching reality TV lately so it's patching up to Vanderpump Rules has been my COVID um, (laughs) besides working out my COVID agenda. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And talk about another interest of, of both of your guys' I think is, uh, you know, back in 2017, we saw that you were guests of uh, Emirate for the US Open. Um, let's talk about tennis. Who are your favorite tennis players? Roger Federer. No questions asked. Yeah, I would have yep. to say the same. He is the classiest man alive. Yeah, but I don't I, I don't know why I thought that. And I mean, I love Serena Williams, obviously. And she, when yes. we worked at Bumble, did just such an epic commercial in your court commercial. yeah in your court commercial where she kind of just like owns like the female realm which bumble's all about but um i thought that guy and i don't know his name who was like yelling at the ref was kind of a hoot um i feel that was uh uh Djokovic, yeah no fact Djokovic, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh it was yeah. okay um i, I actually i like we used to play like so much tennis but i i really don't um know that much about it like besides. an end of summer staple is the u.s open and it's like right around my this birthday. was not Jokovic, you guys it's, this was a this was like a young kid he was he was he was like i forget where he was from but he was like 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 kind of like riling the crowd to like keep keep like wait do you mean nick not nick curious right was it i'm gonna i don't don't know but he was he was not i i know yogovich he was he was like kind of much younger kind of new on the scene and he was just being absolutely obnoxious but it was i thought it was hilarious yeah look up nick curious i think you're talking about nick curious yeah he's from he's from australia yeah yeah yeah, i think that was him um I I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he's my favorite, but I think he was hilarious. Charlotte saw um, 
uh, I love Game of Thrones. Shout out to Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Oh, yeah. Sansa Stark. Yeah, at- I went, like, I, I go to the U.S. Open every year. It's so fun. Like, I love it. It's such an end of summer staple. It's right around my birthday. My birthday's first week, like, second week of September. September 11th. Um, last year, though, I went to the U.S. Open. I was seeing this guy who is, like, um Israeli and British and like Colombian whatever and one of it was we saw a match between Rafa and this uh what was his name Damien it was like the only Jewish player and he was like really holding court and even like everyone was rooting for the I forget his name but against Rafa because he was like young like a new guy and Rafa ended up winning but it was like an epic match yeah I'm surprised if you guys said Rafa he seems like to be the the uh sex symbol among um you know tennis guys right but uh yeah you guys went for the the real uh goat in yeah. federer who's, I went, uh, well, I, and then i went for like nick the like asshole <laughs> 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 similar to I mean, how uh, boy decisions not, how could you not love roger federer he's everyone loves him i feel like that's a basic answer no offense no 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 <laughs> Nick Kyrgios here. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this. I, I'll, I'll... Right now, a heckler who screamed during Nick Kyrgios or Kyrgios second round match and disrupted the entire game has been revealed as self described YouTube star who spent. Oh, this is just what it comes up when I type in his name at the top. But um, yeah, no, that's who I, I'm referring to because he was just like really engaging with with everyone. Yeah, so this is what I wanted to ask you guys about because I know that the the open is a big thing for for you guys and for a lot of us too. It's like so sad. It's not this year. So wait, hang on. As of my notes that I had taken back when I was preparing for this, I think they were still planning to do it, but with no spectators. They yeah. are no spectators, but like that's all the fun. It's yeah. like going to like um, I mean, going to the meadows is just like the best. I don't know. I'm sad. From the food court, so this is this is a, a fun question. From the food court at the U.S. Open, which is aside from the tennis, my favorite thing about it. Um, what is what food do you get at the U.S. Open? Well, you have to get that drink. What is it called? It's the best drink. The honeydews. Yeah, the honeydews. And then there's a really good chicken tender spot. I forget oh, yeah, what it's we called, love that but place. it's epic. Um, and we've been lucky enough to, to be, be in the boxes. yeah to be in the boxes a few times. Um, so. And they always have like amazing, like the Emirates one had amazing catered food, and also uh, Lynn Emanuel and was in our box that night with us. Oh my and, god, like, I remember. We're I'm the so biggest Hamilton fans. So. Oh yeah, Hamilton. How singing that? Excuse me, are you Aaron Burr, sir? Well, that, that depends, depends who's so asking. asking. Oh well, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that's so awesome. Uh, the honeydews. Yeah, no, I will fully post a maybe an Insta video or a. I, don't, I haven't really done much with YouTube, but uh, probably should. But a tutorial of how to make the honeydews at home because it's actually not that difficult of a drink to build. Yeah, no. Honestly, our mom is so good at, at, making, at making recipes. And lately, I've been posting a lot of me drinking our her famous banana daiquiri. And everyone wants the recipe. And then I'm like, if you do it, send it back to me. So we'll have we'll challenge Momager to make that and get back to you. Shout out Momager. She's right here. Yeah, she actually Come say hi, Kim. By. Come say hi. Hi. Here, <laughs> just speak in. This is Kim Momager. She's a, she's actually our momager. Hey, like how Jenner. are you? Hi, how's it going? I'm formal, so I'll say Mrs. Bickley. How are you? Fine, thanks. How are you? Good. We'll have a we'll have a maybe a YouTube cocktail series then when yeah. uh we we give the recipe for the the uh, banana daiquiri and we should do yeah, something for the honeydews. It's something else. Absolutely, we'd love to. Yeah, that would be awesome. So fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, nice to meet you. Cool. Nice to meet you too. Yeah. So hang on. Here, here's a one for 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 Momager, um, who I'm sure is helping. You know, you guys manage life and whatnot. Does she ever have to play the role of dog walker slash dog poop picker upper if you guys are too busy to do so for uh, your dogs? <laughs> Teddy and Bentley. Um, funny you should say that. Ask that. Uh, absolutely. But with a capital A. Can I you mean, explain? Explain what? No, that Bentley is li- yeah. Bentley's literally her dog yeah, now. I yeah. mean, basically, Bentley, as of last summer, has been basically my dog because I said to Charlotte, it's going to be a lot for you, you know, in the city and whatnot, having an English bulldog. And of course, he was he's easy the biggest English as a too. puppy, but he's grown into a monster at 65 pounds and <laughs> um, not so easy in the city. And so he loves it wherever I am. 
So yes, I do dog walk and I 100% am dog poop picker upper. But Teddy and I are like yeah, Teddy inseparable. Yeah, are inseparable. He won't even go downstairs pretty much to poop unless I go. So, um, but I love it. I mean, I, I, I love it, but he's don't a lot. lie. You love Boozle. No, I do love Boozle. He's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, dogs are amazing. I have uh, a, a pit mix myself that I adopted from the, uh, from the animal shelter. Oh, he's about wow. 65 pounds too. Yeah. yeah. But at 65 pounds for a bulldog, um, Charlotte, you could probably ride Bentley with a saddle. Yeah, absolutely. She absolutely could. And every person with a bulldog is like, that's the bull- biggest bulldog I've ever seen. Yeah. He's, he's, and I have French bulldogs. We have two, you know, I have two French bulldogs and, Mm-hmm. What I don't love about the English Bulldog is that you just can't pick them up if you have to. Yeah. He's that big now. So mm-hmm. it takes like Ian and I and pulling our backs out and whatnot. But um, he's adorable and he's loving. And, you know, of course, he's so cute. So, well, he, he could be the next new workout prop, right? Just yeah. hold Bentley and do 10 <laughs> squats. You're done. That's you it. Could raise him over her head. Yeah. I did have to pick him up the other day, but I get scared of his breathing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's definitely right. a- well, I'm put Charlotte back on. Yeah, see you. Okay. you and a little mom. Uh, well, we should do something with Momager. Everyone, all of our followers love Momager. They want to hear her advice and everything. Yeah, she sounds adorable. This is uh, the cocktail series, I think, cooking with Momager or oh drinking with Momager. Yeah. It would be yeah. amazing. People like already want that. So we should definitely do that in your like office, in your like space or whatever. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. It's adjacent to the kitchen in the house. So yeah, yeah it'll be easy enough to do. Um. So let's talk about the dogs for a second, because the dogs are obviously such a any dog for any person, such a part of their life. Mm-hmm. But um, having a lot of expensive fashion around, what is the like, has have the dogs ever gone after a shoe or something where you're like, no, but it's too late? Um. So first of all, I want to I want to point out another yin yang thing. I am all for adopt don't shop charlotte is all for get the best breeder that she can find (laughs) um i adopted teddy he recently he's never he once chewed a shoe and it was when i stayed out till like three in the morning and it wasn't a really like nice one thank god but he isn't really like one of those dogs that chew shoes however recently as a protective thing and it's quite annoying because their shoes just piled up everywhere. When I go out, he will take a shoe and sit with it on the couch and then take another. It's it's hilarious. I have like videos. That's the Fenty and Puma slide. He <laughs> yeah, did exactly. Right? And like, like, I'm like literally like, where is my sneaker? And like, it, he has it. And I don't know why he's been doing that lately. He he usually did it with a, rem- a remote control back in the city because um, we watched a lot of TV, I guess. <laughs> but now it's my shoes because uh, I'm not here. I, like, I'm not here as much. I go out a lot, like out to see friends or on that night. So he... Um, he like I guess is just trying to protect my shoes or pretending that I am my shoes. We're very uh, we're very inseparable. He's very protective. That's funny. This is for both of you, but Charlotte, take this one first. Favorite designers, favorite brands globally, anywhere. Let's talk about it. Okay, my favorite designers right now are Jack Moose. I think his evolution is amazing. Like his stuff is just so sexy and cute, and just like the funnest, like quirky way. Cult Gaia, I love. Um, I love this brand. I'm gonna butcher her last name, but Amina Moon. Mundani she or like uh Mondi she does these shoes that are epic and she just did a collab with uh Rihanna's line Fenty um her shoes are insane I wore one to my 25th birthday this year and I also love um uh what is don't steal mine what's the other brand I mean classically I love obviously a Chanel and like I think Bottega is cool but I'm not so much on the Bottega train as everyone else is yeah, they're having a 2020, aren't they? Yeah. Um, um, Sophie, what about you? I am super into, and a lot of these are British brands, um, Rixo, Ghani, um, and Ronnie Kobo, who I am obsessed with. And she has made an evolution since we used to get, and it's like weird because I didn't really realize it was her stuff at the time. We used to get gifted her stuff all the time. And then I now I'll pull it out of my closet and I'm like, oh my God, this is hers. And her out her dresses are just so amazing. They're so me. I'm bright. I'm patterns. I'm uh like quirky. Like I kind of like I like like to like look like um like I like like high neck and like 
I call it like prairie, prairie girl look. I don't know. Or like, like, um, uh, I just, I love her. And then, um, Rixo is amazing. Also like they do like patterns on patterns and I just like love that fun, that fun stuff. Um, also, uh, Alice and Olivia, I love for the same reasons of just brightness and, um, fun things and, her pants like her like trousers they like fit so amazingly and always work um uh like uh if we're talking high end I um I love Moschino by Jeremy Scott I just think it's so out there fun um like I have um I have a a good luck troll named Jasper and like he has a sweater that has a troll that looks just like Jasper on it and it's just so funny um so I'm like very I don't know I'm weird with with what I like she's very more like um contemporary and like on the trends whereas I am but I just I also can pull out something that I've owned forever and then put it with something new and on trend and and love it that's awesome and uh yeah what a what a panoply of options there right from uh no that's uh that that was amazing to hear because it's like you guys aren't just you know, there's obviously the high end and the big labels, yeah. but there's also smaller and up and coming sort of folks who, oh, you know, yeah. especially we'll post we'll post links to everyone's Insta website. Yeah. Um, and folks, you know, check them out. And, you know, brands of, of all sizes need help right now for yeah. sure. But it's the smaller ones that who are really doing something, you know, creative. It's kind of like when you buy an artist's work, if mm-hmm. you're buying from a small designer you're a patron to their craft, right? And right. We, we can't say enough how important that is. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, also for our followers and our girl, or our, I mean, we have men followers too, but for our girl, like, we we normally would, like, yeah, maybe we have a Chanel bag that we got for Christmas or we saved up for and um, other things, but we, like, ASOS and Shopop and all those places that have several brands that are like pretty affordable. That's like what our style is anyway. And that's like what our, our, our audience can afford. So it translates really well. And brands love that because, um, you know, some of the really high end bloggers, they get, they're like all Chanel, all Gucci. And while that's so fun to look at, it's not, um, always attainable. Um, then it's a bunch of sell through. So that's, I think something else that helps us be, it is because not only are we like authentic in the way we act, but we are also wearing what people can wear, like, and can afford to wear. Yeah, no. And that's, that's so true. Right. I think that especially, you know, in 2020 and beyond and in like the, the past few years, there's been what I would say is a democratization of style where it's not just this hegemony of these large, very well-established and very known brands that are dictating, you know, the, the avant-garde, right. But it, there, there's folks at all levels of size and scope in the industry really pushing the envelope. And um, it's not always, it doesn't even always need to be avant-garde. It just can be fun and yeah. accessible and whatnot, but to see that at all price points and that, you know, fashion and style and looking good and, you know, just feeling good about the way you look doesn't have to be an expensive habit. Um, we're all about that. And yeah. that's just so essential. I'm all about that. Like so many of my clothes are from like that I love. I, I mean, I think I like just what you said is it's just about expressing yourself. And if you feel confident in it, like that's just great. I mean, and as long as like the quality isn't going to rip in a second, like like I, I, I really just think that it's important to to be able to like have different options so that you're not just if I mean to afford things and to afford only designer is hard to do. So yeah. 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 No, especially. Um, well let's focus in as we kind of wind down here into what is next for Yin to my Yang and what is next for Sophie Bickley and Charlotte Bickley, uh, individually as well as together on the project. What do you guys have coming up? Um, what are you most looking forward to about, you know, 2020, even though we're still kind of fighting through these restrictions and, uh, you know, when things open up, what is, what are the first things that you guys want to do both professionally and also personally? That's a lot. So, 
uh, take it away. Um, whoever wants to go I'll first. I'll go first. Okay, so, well, I think via Corona, we kind of saw that, like, um, people are really interested more in our lifestyle. That being, like, they love the dogs. They love our parents. Like, people know Momager. People know Dadager. You had seen my dad working out. So I think for us, we're going to move in a place where it's going to become more of, like, a family thing. Um, I don't know what that entails. But also, we do have some secret projects that, like, are pending that are going to be really exciting mm-hmm. that might be more of a design um route but for the individual part um there's still talk that i may move to la which would be really which fun would be east coast, I don't, west coast east coast west coast very yin yang um yeah. and that would happen when my lease is up in september it's very to be determined because the world's just so crazy right now it might not be the right timing but that's on my um, spectrum. And also Charlotte it here is getting her real estate license. So yep. um, I will be your newest broker in New York. So I might get my real estate license too. Um, but I'm also going plan to be um, attending school in January for psychology. Um, so that's another part. And I talk a lot about mental health and grief because I lost uh, one of my best friends in September on my page. And that's something that me and my followers um, or my followers and I really connect on. And it's one of probably the most rewarding things is being able to talk to them about their struggles and whatnot. And so kind of uh, the way we've been able to mesh Charlotte's like aesthetic, our aesthetic together, and then my like aesthetic and make three different audiences has been really interesting and just kind of it's been something that day by day has happened and then people loving our fam our our mom and dad and the dogs it's just all hilarious so um yeah stay tuned for more with that because definitely people are interested in the whole picture more than um just just one of us individually and yin to my yang you know yeah, for sure. No, that sounds incredible. And we can't wait to see all those new developments and props to you guys for for making the leap into uh, other fields as well. You know, it's a uh, it's always really inspiring to see people willing to kind of, you know, even when they've developed in one way, are humble enough to then say, all right, well, I'm going to start at the bottom in psychology or in real estate and work my way up from, you know, in those areas as well and really just build myself out. Um, in a multitude of, of different competencies. And um, it's not easy to do that when you've already got something that's working mm-hmm. and that you've got up and running and you've developed so far in, um, but to keep that going and as well as start something new from the bottom is just awesome. So props to both of you guys Thank for, you. for doing that. I think that also just one note on that is, is also a great, I mean, we have these plans pre COVID, but who knows what's going to happen for influencers during COVID in terms of how brands are going to be able to pay them um, and what brands are going to still be around even, which is so sad to say um, it's going to be. So it's, it's just like completely changing the game there. Um, so you have to have a plan. B. So like, and we've always had a plan B, like, it's kind of like, you're not, I mean, like you can, like, it's kind of like at a certain age, your, your followings are going to keep following you like into as, as you become like a mom or like, it's kind of over. So we always have had backup plans that we, and other interests that we've had. And I actually would like to work on the back end potentially of um, influencing, especially for those people who do not have, uh, um, are not represented on Instagram uh, yet. Uh, Down syndrome in particular. I met this girl who's like a Down syndrome model. And I was like, you need to be an influencer. And like she, and just thinking about like them scrolling through, um, and not seeing themselves represented on Instagram at all, I think that that could be like a huge cool thing to do. So I'm going to start actually uh, working at this charity that does stuff along those lines and see if I can help in any way with that. No, that's awesome. That's that's super cool. And yeah, charity is such an important thing and giving back and doing things philanthropically. Um, Well, awesome. This has been a great conversation. Um, So great. We can't wait to hear it. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. All right. Have a great night. You too, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.